Welcome to The Second Cut, a special series from the Panorama Podcast where we talk about the world of golf, among other things. In this segment, podcast host Timothy Neiman talks with Tom Combs about Bryson DeChambeau winning the United States Open and how the combination of analytics and athletic training is changing professional golf. Yeah, and also probably most of the time, either they're like reading a putt or something. Oh, God. With the book and everything yeah. that goes on forever? That's Bryson, I'm right? sure. Yeah. <laughs> they all have the book. <laughs> um, and then so a lot of the times it's just like grass and loose impediments and stuff. Going up in the air. Yeah, yeah. Tiger is low. It's, yeah, it's windy. Yeah. You know? yeah. It's a little windy here. But I think the ball. this could be really – because Bryson, he's sort of like a few different worlds colliding because he's very – he's shown that – um, this exercise and stuff. And we've known this for a few years, but in the olden days, like not that long ago, they were so scared to work out golfers because yeah. they're like oh, worried about flexibility and all that other stuff and injuries. And that's what happened to Tiger. But Bryson has shown that it's worked and that you need to be working out to succeed in the game. And he's also shown that he's very analytical. Yeah, He's shown that that can work. And I don't. I didn't really think it would be able to work, but it has. Well, I think he's like all the other golfers out there, and that he verbalizes what he's thinking about. You know, when you're walking from the tee to your second shot, there a lot of things goes through your head. You keep that up for 18 holes, and uh, but if you're verbalizing everything that you're thinking, it does sound like you're being analytical. But I'm pretty sure the guys who are not talking out loud are. Their minds are racing just as quickly, going all through, going through all the variables that what that what they can do with the shot. Well, I think the difference between someone like Bryson and maybe someone like Tiger is Bryson when he's reading a putt, he look he doesn't. I mean, he looks at the green, but he looks at his um, yardage book and his greens book, and he sees what that says it will do. He doesn't necessarily care what the green looks like because he said if it's if this is what it's saying it's going to do, that's what it's going to do, and that's what I'm going to trust. As opposed it goes to goes by the book, yeah, more than feel. Yes, as opposed. I don't recall during Tiger's era they didn't have these uh, books, did they? Not? Yeah, they would. They would have had them. Okay, because that's the only way you know yardage and. Um, all I mean, I'm talking about the green, the green book, where they have all the arrows and percentages of. Uh, not all that data, but like the. The yardage book. Yeah. The yard. Yeah. 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 They all have that. It's just, it's a time wasted on the green when you're looking at a book. Yeah. I'm look, I grew up and most people grew, looking at the green and, 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 and the ball and, and the hole, not a book. That's still the case for most people. Uh, Bryson, he's just shown that a lot of the stuff that a lot of people didn't like in the olden days works. What do you think of his, you know, he didn't lead in distance during the U.S. Open. What do you think of his length and his power? And do you see middle linebackers playing golf now? Well, I think that one of the things with golf is that the distance, the reason the guys on the tour hit it so much farther than the guys uh, like anyone else is because they've learned to maximize their distance, not just because of how strong they are and not just because of what muscles in particular they're working, like the lats and the glutes and whatever, which are more uh, akin to golf, which if you're a golfer, that's what you're working out. Um, but it's also their swing is so perfect that they're able to you know, get every yard out of that ball 
and maximize the distance. It's not just no bodybuilder could just go up and hit any a ball 300 yards plus. Uh, it takes a lot of practice, and you have to have a really good swing to be able to do it. So I think repetitive swing. Yeah, I think that's a big misconception where, like, oh, he's this uh, buff guy walks on the tee and he's going to hit it super far, um, which isn't necessarily the case, in my opinion. Well, look at Bubba Watson. Yeah, you know that's not a big man, no. and those aren't big muscles on his forearms or his hands. It's no. There's something else about his timing that he can pull yeah. 340 out. Look at all like uh, David Hoppy, my coach, who can outdrive probably anyone, almost anyone in the world, really, except for those really yeah. top guys. And he's in his 50s and hasn't played competitively in years, but he's just got the swing to be able to do it. And he's probably hasn't worked out in years. No, he's worked out, <laughs> but lifted serious weight in years. But he's a, they're able to do it, which is it's just shows you, yeah, how good these guys on the tour are. Grown it's U.S. Open rough, and that's what makes the U.S. Open so great, in my opinion, because I love to see guys shooting over par. That's what that's what the U.S. Open is, and we saw this year, Bryson was six under par, Matthew Wolf was even, and everyone else was over par. Yeah, so. I, um, it's just really incredible. That's what a U.S. Open should be. Um, yeah. It it also shows you how good Bryson was and is to win a golf tournament by six strokes in the U.S. Open among the best in the world. It was Tiger esque for sure. How much did Tiger win by? About like twelve. He won the. I think the the one at Pebble Beach was the one that pressed me the most. He was like only one under par. Yeah. Everyone was over par. It was rainy. Uh, wet, thick, long Pebble Beach course. And that's when, okay, you know, <laughs> basically, you know, he came in with more hype than you can think of for a golfer, yeah. you know, joining the PGA Tour. And he lived up to the hype, which is very rare in almost all the sports that we watch um, to live up to that kind of um, well, pretense. Not just did he live up to it, he over exceeded <laughs> yeah. it. He exceeded it. One of the more, more, this is sort of off topic, but talking about Tiger Woods. One of the more incredible things he did, he did was as an amateur, he won six U.S. amateur titles in a row, three as the junior, three in a row as a junior, then three in a row um, in just the U.S. amateur. That is very incredible to win six in a row match play tournaments. And no one really talks about it anymore. But uh, yeah. And by the way, he won. Pebble at Pebble Beach in 2000 by 15 strokes. 15. We were, we were 15. a little off there. That's in, insane. Yeah. But you know. when the problems really hit was when his dad died. Because yeah. I think his dad was very, very strict and all about golf. And yeah, uh, since day one, basically. How do you think Bryson's going to do with the Masters? I mean, he did well this uh, in 2019. I think he can do well anywhere. I mean, he's won a good amount on PGA Tour. Yeah. So yeah, he's a winner. And and the Masters is Augusta isn't necessarily particularly it's a difficult course, but it's not US Open. They don't grow right. everything out like they do in the US Open. So um yeah, I think he'll do well. We'll see. Obviously uh, yeah, he finished, let's see, four under in um 
So that was tied for 29th, which wasn't, which is very good, obviously. But well, that's before he buffed up. This is last that's year, right? True. Yeah, this is the old last year. But um, yeah, I don't see any reason why he wouldn't do well. I think he's a really one of the best in the game. So yeah, it's, it's all about putting. Do you have a favorite golfer at this particular time? No. Like, I mean, I cheer for Tiger. Anyone you don't like? Anyone you root against? Um, I mean, there's some guys. Just annoying little people. You wanna, I don't you even know. know his name, but he's like <laughs> an Australian young guy that um, just looks so cocky. And let me look. Because uh, <laughs> he won a tournament at the beginning. I've never liked Adam Scott. Speaking of Australians, yeah. I don't like. Let's see. Cameron Smith. He's a, Okay. He just looks um, cocky and annoying to me. Okay. And he's, yeah, Australian. So I think he played, uh, he might have played against the U.S. a few years ago in like an amateur match play. Right. Have you been playing tournaments? Um, I played over the summer. I played in a good amount. Um, How much are you playing? Interesting topic. We're about to lose an hour of time. Sunk's yeah. like it's dark at five o'clock. Yeah. Uh, you're going to be playing and practicing as much as you, as you did this summer, or football and school would be taken away? or Yeah, school's already taken it away a little bit. Oh. But uh, I mean, yeah, obviously time changed, but it also allows me to get out on the course when it's a little emptier because I can play quicker than most people. Um, well, I, I plan to play next week. Where? Oh, where? Well, number one, I have not hit my driver yet. Uh-huh. I have an owie on my finger. You see my finger? I yeah. have a blister. Yeah, that's, that was Friday. Uh, I'm, I've moved up to medium bucket, my belly. <laughs> you know what? Phil Mickelson's now doing some stuff on the Champions Tour. 50 and over. Yeah. 50 and over. That's yeah. awfully young, I think, to be a senior. Don't you think? Say yes. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I'm still 49, you know, I've been 49 since you're in seventh grade. Well, it's, it's incredible <laughs> how, um, how Phil Mickelson has still, like he's 50, but he's still, you know, he didn't play. He hasn't been playing great, but he's still in contention at a U.S. Open. Now, a lot of guys like Jack Nicholas and Arnold Palmer, they both played like for 40 or 50 years competitively. Which is well, the senior tour they but, started the senior but tour because they had the exemptions in like the Masters and the U.S. Open, they would go there. Uh, because Jack yeah, Nicholas played in the 2000 U.S. Open, he missed yeah. the cut, but which probably is what they hated. But how old, how old's Jack Nicholas? He would have been in his 60s. You've been listening to the Panorama Podcast, music provided by George McKinto at Joyful Music and Arts. The Second Cut, a special series from the Panorama Podcast, is presented by Totally Cool Publishing and is not affiliated with any public or private school.